0: Welcome inside 254. Let's close the office door and start the conversation. The talk around the table today is another game. I love
1: games. <laughs> these are like these are like Samuel Beckett games. They're like tragic comedy. this is what we do so we don't curl up a ball
0: and die (laughs) waiting for good dough and cry (laughs) okay so dear listeners i will be taking point on these questions and my esteemed uh, friend here mm-hmm. will be trying to answer them you should know how much glee
1: amanda gets out of creating <laughs> these games i i love it i love these
0: because they're funny and amanda <laughs> digs deep i do i have a lot of, i have more fun than should be allowed so, <laughs> this, so. i think this maybe came from a
1: list I, at, at this point maybe a listener suggested this this idea maybe
0: what the hint no this oh, was this, this was us? my this oh, was, okay this the, is your idea it, you're thinking of the game that we played that was the headline game that came uh, from oh, tabitha right, remember yeah, yeah. she was like yes. hey, there should be a game called you know, headline and so sometimes hey dear listeners sometimes you have great ideas and if you give those to us we'll run with them if you have a game <laughs> suggestion <laughs> please let us know take it but yeah no this this is totally out of my brain pan so handmaid's tale or america today that oh is the God. game are we in gilead are we, or are we in america so just as a just as a, a, a reminder for those of you i don't know how many of you are watching the handmaid's tale season two Oh my god if you aren't please go watch it i will pay for your hulu subscription Space. but
1: you're getting commercials if i pay for it
0: yeah but start from the beginning you know so if you haven't watched it's it's based on the um the original book by margaret atwood mm-hmm. which came out in the sixth no 70s 80s when did it come out 80, maybe 80s? late 80s early 90s I, I feel like it's been around for such a long time well we're, we've been we're around, around we've for, been for such around. a long time. <laughs> so it's, oh,
1: well let's put it this way okay. my friend i read it in high school and i graduated in 1992. okay so let let's yeah, just okay. let's like stop there with the math
0: let's <laughs> stop there with the math okay so let's get to the game there will be three rounds each round will have its own category and it is multiple choice for all Ooh. rounds. Okay. okay, I'm going to tell you what your four possible answers are okay. for every single question or okay. scenario or quote. Got it. Your answer is either going to be, this is from The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Gilead. It's Gilead. Mm-hmm. Or it's America Today. Mm-hmm. It's a real world. in mm-hmm. again, America. Or both. Or both. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or neither. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
1: At some point, I'm going to sing the song. There is a ball in Gilead. Oh, yeah. Seriously, people, if you're not watching this, yes, you this need to a, be. We've talked about this show like six times yeah. at this point. We're, we're, I just did we're another upset. review. I just
0: did another medium. So it was so good. Your medium minute was <laughs> like, so good. About watch it again. It, since you're with us and you're hearing our banter at this point, I am going to tell you now. Spoilers. So if you haven't watched oh, okay. season two. Okay. You need to stop listening. That, to oh, this. Good, you said this. Like, like up till up till the last up, thing that just happened. That yeah. I was like, holy yeah. shit! So, well, that that's yes, okay. exactly. That's there Well, Thank spoilers. God I watched it. I know it's a good thing. <laughs> I'd be spoiling it for you. So if you haven't watched season two yet, up go, to episode up to episode five, up to episode six. six. Okay. If you, haven't watched, yeah, if you haven't watched up to episode six, you need to stop listening to this table talk. You can fast forward and start, you know, listen to the Trumpster fire and medium and all that other stuff, but don't listen to the rest of this table talk unless you want it to be spoiled. So let's get to the game. Round one. Mm-hmm. Round one, the category is the law. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you scenarios mm-hmm. and there won't be any names or details that give the answer the way, but you're going to tell me if it's, the world of handmaid's tale gilead Mm -hmm. if it's the real world of america today both or neither Mm -hmm. got it number one because female sexual pleasure is considered entirely unnecessary sex toys or any device designed or marketed as useful primarily for the stimulation of human genital organs are illegal
1: Mm. uh c all both (coughs) well then i'm just gonna say america very good. <laughs> it's actually... I was like running through my head. I'm like, was there anything? Because the last mm-hmm. episode had that weird like sheet
0: with the hole in it. Mm-hmm. And I was so
1: disturbed by yeah. that. I was like, oh, my God, it's a penis hole.
0: Yeah, there was a penis hole in the oh sheet, Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> so
0: gross. So gross. So, awful. so, okay. So this is, this is actually real. It is in the Alabama Criminal Code 13A. It is called Anti-Obscenity Enforcement Act of 1998. It is still... 1998. It is still on the books. Mm-hmm. It is still law down mm-hmm. there in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, And that last part of the uh, scenario I read was a direct quote from the law. The quote, any device design, that, that's from the law itself.
1: So ple like
0: anything has to do with pleasure. The sex toys you cannot buy. It, sex toys Amazon Prime them, bitch. Oh, well, yeah, you're not. Allowed- okay. <laughs> you're not allowed to buy sex toys in Alabama. So, didn't you go to graduate school in Alabama? I did. <laughs> There's the internet, people. <laughs> the I'm sure Viagra is totally covered. Breaking the law.
1: Worry. Breaking the law. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. <clears throat> so, good job
1: sort of kind of <laughs> kind of well i wanted to believe I that it was I'm, oh yeah so there we go there's a lot of <laughs> aspirational element to these games for me there is in, in which we see
0: colleen be more positive than me yeah hmm. i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> okay question number two round mm-hmm. one category the law mm-hmm. arranged and forced child marriages are allowed uh okay so i know that that's both <laughs> very good Thank you. just
1: because the last episode like the last few episodes mm-hmm. have been so that was a really interesting moment where the young woman like he nick is trying to protect her yeah. but and then she's like i think he's a gender traitor yeah. and and oh
0: god that because like, she's blew a fun- my mind because she's a fundamentalist and, and she, she's obviously and he's been, trying, she trying to raised be kind right like, and like he's, so
1: he's trying to be like she didn't kind, perceive it that way and
0: she's gonna like oh God, it was so good. It was, And so both, I read that Delaware, just yeah, we in just, May, we just started the getting f- rid of these laws. Became the first state to ban any marriage involving children under 18. Mm-hmm. Quote, this is from unchainedlast.org. Oh, that's quote, such a good website. I use that when I teach. That's great. such a great, it has all the images mm-hmm. of around the world. Oh, it's so good. The quote is, child marriage is legal in the U.S. and an estimated 248,000 children as young as 12 were married here between 2000 and 2010. Unchained at last leads a historic national movement to end this human rights abuse. So if you want more information on, and you're you're skeptical and you're thinking, oh no, that can't be true. They've got facts. They've got documents. They've got legal. Doc- they've got it all right there at that website. So it's a good clearinghouse I use it, for information. Yes, I use
1: it in my classes um, to teach <laughs> about child marriage, and it has like different countries and Great. different images. It's r- an awesome resource. because yeah. I mean
0: I, that's the thing. It's it's I, I feel like maybe a lot of people don't realize that this is still something in, in the United States as well. Whereas we see, I think we I think oddly enough we hear about it more in some other countries rather of than here. Of course we do. We right? like
1: talking about what the brown people do right. wrong exactly <laughs> i mean not to be dismissive but like that's, that's true the, as a post-colonialist like yeah. that's all we ever people want to be like well they do that and we're so much better and, and i'm like no no right <laughs> okay. we all have things to work on
0: so good job you thank you okay for being
1: well aware for of being the child marriage loss. well but
0: you know i am. i don't want to you know let if our listeners are like that's new to me that's okay but yes, now you totally know fine you so, don't need to have a phd in this nope, stuff that's what we're go here for. to unchained at last dot org and Read up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So round one, category, the law, number three. Final okay. question in the round. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not really a question. It's a scenario. Mm. Journalists are arrested for asking questions oh that challenge the authority of the government.
1: Okay. So I know that happened in Handmaid's Tale. Um, I, I know that in the United States, they've been beaten up um, and accosted. I don't know if they've been arrested yet, so I'm just gonna.
0: Actually, I had it as America. If you listen to the scenario I just presented, journalists are arrested. Oh, because in Handmaid's Tale they were killed. They're killed, but they so were I, arrested first. I, I knew we were going to have. Okay. I dear right. listener, okay. I knew we were going to have this conversation right. because she's right. Obviously, they were probably arrested first, but what we see what in we the see show is the end line of that is yeah. that we see that they've been executed. Right, so. I know, I kind of tricked you, I'm sorry. That's okay. So I'll give you both, but it's, it's actually America. I mean, what's there to win? Sadness? <laughs> I know, I know. Like, what's the prize? Tears, many, many right, tears. Right, like okay. the, the snowflake s- tears. So Daniel Heyman, who was a journalist with three decades of experience working for public news service, was arrested in May 2017 for shouting questions at Tom Price, which is Trump's Secretary of Health and Human Services. They hmm. arrested him for yeah. shouting questions at him.
1: Because what, he was, like, disturbing the peace? like what Well, was no, the, I, I, I don't know what was their, their... What was the fake charge they came up with?
0: I, I actually... I don't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, they, it doesn't they, matter. I'm just like, trying to see how li- they tried to explain like, it. Like, literally, it was a journalist in a group of journalists yelling questions at the Secretary of Health and Human Services, and they singled him out and arrested him. I don't really this care what the cover normal. story right. is. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, this is not normal. <laughs> Whatever yeah. their cover story is, is not legitimate. The man was not in danger of his life. He was getting shouted out of question by a journalist. So, you know what? I don't care what the cover story is. Not relevant. I think I've talked about this before, but I listened, <laughs> not relevant. I
1: listened to Katie Tour's book about covering the Trump administration and mm-hmm. how she talks about she actually feared for her life several times at rallies because of the pointed way that Donald Trump would talk about journalists. Like, she actually. I've has seen like- her
0: talk about it. What's the name of the book? Oh, I might God, I have to I read that. Know. I don't know. I feel it was, like I have it to. Was, it I'll was, look it up. i'll I'll tell you in a minute yeah go ahead no but i i I remember seeing her talking about that like feeling feeling like her life was in danger yeah she definitely felt all right so good good job you i'll give you two out of three on round one so brava what is the prize
1: sadness the prize the
0: prize is oh my god we're really it is called
1: unbelievable
0: Oh, that's what it's called. Good title. My
1: my Front Row Seat to the Craziest (laughs) Campaign in American History. Excellent. And I listened to it. I would recommend getting the audiobook. Okay.
0: I will do that. What is that?
1: Oh, it's Katie Tour. (laughs) I looked it up on my phone. It's Katie Tour reading to us. Suddenly Katie Tour. Yeah, because I I looked it up to see what it's called on my phone. So there's a little bonus. bonus You got like 42 cents
0: of the book for you right there. Okay. Freebie. All right. So two out of three on the first category. Good job, you. Round two. Category is women, mm. and this mm-hmm. is quotable quotes. Mm. So mm. this would be something that was said in the show mm-hmm. or said or in the public in real life. Okay. Okay. So I'm sorry, I lied. You don't actually have the option of both or neither here. It's, it well, was I'm either sorry. said okay. in real it's life. A yeah, it's A or B. It's A or B. So A is. Gilead, B, is in real life. Mm -hmm. Number one, quote, they face little consequences because of their reproductive capability. They should be seen as baby-making machines and treated as machines would, oiled and maintained, but never given a task to fulfill beyond their primary function, end quote.
1: So I do not think that's Gilead because (laughs) Gilead has more artful language. So I'm going to say America. (laughs)
0: Good job. Thank you. And uh, in a nod to our incel episode, which was a couple back, which if you haven't listened to yet, please do. This is a quote from a subreddit, an, an incel subreddit that i actually found yesterday i actually went down the rabbit hole just a little bit to find a quote and there it is did you have to take a shower after it because you felt so disgusting i needed a drink yeah okay well well done (laughs) brava yeah so that was real life life. real life round two category women quotable quotes quote two better never means better for everyone it always means worse for some
1: say that one again I mean, I think it's Gilead, but.
0: Better but. never means better for everyone. It always means worse for some. I mean, that just sounds like the language of Gilead, so I'm going to go with that, but I don't know what context that was or anything. Brava. It was actually a couple episodes back. Commander Waterford said it. About to, what? To June.
1: About what, though?
0: He was saying, um, We were just trying to make the world a better place. Oh. And yeah. she, like, looks at him and he says, Better never means better for everyone. yeah okay so brava my friend two out of two okay quote number three i
1: purposely get this one wrong so you can buzz no that's okay i know it brings you great
0: joy no i i'm trying but you're really smart and you're doing you you know these (laughs) you know these you know you're you're good okay Mm -hmm. so quote number three Mm -hmm. there is more than one kind of freedom freedom two. And freedom oh, from yeah in the days of anarchy it was freedom yes, too i loved this card. now now you are being given freedom from yes that was aunt
1: lydia yes in gilead
0: and i gasped da, 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 da. yeah that I was did too.
1: such an amazing genius. line
0: genius line i know i love that that category was kind of a softball but me, yeah. that that when aunt lydia <laughs> says that i was like <gasps> yeah and then the whole, then the whole, that whole episode is sort of a contemplation on the idea of freedom, freedom to, freedom from, and it really makes you think, taking it out of the context of the fictional world and thinking about yourself and your own reality and, and our world now, it's like, what does that mean? And what would it mean to change from or to? And talk about language yeah. mattering. Good job! You, well, aced, you. That, you aced that category. My I did seven, not have to buzz you high. once. Yeah, good. <laughs> Final round round three the category is resistance Mm. and these will be actions Taken so in the context of resistance actions taken and we're back to having four possible answers a is handmaid's tale Gilead B is the real world of America today. C is both D is neither. Okay number one Women take public action to help other women That is both bingo so examples june helped moira escape june refuses to stone another handmaid and then in real life oh we have God. something like the me too movement
1: yes right
0: so just is very yes. contemporary very real yes good job number two powerful white men who think they are above consequence and accountability experience public social shaming
1: i don't rec- i don't recollect that happening in gilead so i'm just gonna say america
0: Very good!
1: I I feel like that hasn't happened yet. It does happen privately among men Mm -hmm. in Gilead, but But I haven't seen like a public reckoning of any men. Not yet.
0: Oh, um, there was just a reckoning. Example, (laughs) example, the white New York City lawyer, he went on an anti-Spanish language rant, and then the interwebs in what can be just a wonderful thing um it's very dangerous and terrible sometimes but the interwebs can be good uh people just strangers rounded up did a like a kickstarter or a gofundme rounded up money hired a mariachi band and had like a mariachi party outside this dude's apartment it was i think it was awesome. his workspace but yes no 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 it was his, oh, was, his no, it was his apartment oh, <laughs> No, he his his uh, oh his lease was was rescinded by the company that, that oh gave. Yeah, he lost God. his lease. He's there are consequences I think that might be coming in the show, but there's no the, the public social shaming was something very real and it just happened. Yeah. Good job. So Thank you. final question. Our final final situation mm-hmm. in round three, category resistance, actions taken. Suicide bombing.
1: Hey, you know I know a lot about this. How'd you know to pick this? I almost shit my pants at the end of this last episode. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god!
0: So obviously, Handmaid's Tale. Oh my god! Because so, and this is why I said spoilers. so. Like like
1: little backstory is like <laughs> I do tons of work about female suicide bombers. So when that happened, I I like <laughs> literally I almost crapped yeah. i was like i i needed to like re-shift my work to this yeah. moment i didn't see that coming because either. i didn't see it coming is, i didn't think, I'm new like, like it's not from the book anymore right. so now this is just like a revisioning that's but right.
0: go ahead go ahead no no but that's but that was that's it that, oh, that was the, yeah, but that it was also Gilead. happens in the united well
1: no uh, it hasn't happened in the united right. states but it my is point. a phenomenon no yeah.
0: but it, it and remember this is america today yeah so as yet we have not had a female suicide bomber I'm glad of that. I hope it doesn't happen, but that is something that is currently still very much in the realm of the fictional. In no,
1: I have a book that ha- lists every single female suicide bombing in the whole world. It's like a database in the book. I'm gonna have to look and see. If we can t- that and remember, I'm talking about like right this year, or like, last year. Oh, okay. Right. I'm
0: talking literally okay. when I say today, I mean like today. contemporary like world. now. Yes, not Got even it. contemporary, like within our lifetime. We are not I mean, encouraging like, no. this. <laughs> no, now, uh thank you for playing, my friend. That like was fun. You did well. You, you kind of aced that game. I I, I need know. to work on my my no, game making skills. You will.
1: I like I like <laughs> the structure. I'm just I spend too much time thinking about these things.
0: <sighs> so there's some good news, too, to shift the conversation just a little bit for the end of the table talk. As of this morning, mm-hmm. this is recording day, we have 997 likes on Facebook nice. on our Facebook we're page so, so a thousand. we are really close we're hoping to by the time this episode comes out be over a thousand likes but if you are a regular listener and you really like and value what we do share share our podcast with your friends you know help us get more likes the more likes we get the more reviews the more ratings it sort of, you know, it, it helps get our podcast in front of more people who don't know us already, right? So that's something you can do that's free to help.
1: And it's also kind of like <laughs> if you hear about it and then you look at it and you're like, oh, a thousand people like this. This isn't some weird thing that only like two people actually right. like. That it means that, some, that people do are invested in it.
0: Yeah, it the it's like more, Yelp. Right. I mean, the more likes you get, it really does increase your credibility. I mean, we know that the people who know us already think we're credible, but those of you who are new... You know, you may just be listening just to test us out. You may think, eh, but that seeing like, oh, a thousand people like it, that... Right, that gives it more mm, credibility. Legitimacy, so we like and that. We like that. That's good. So, I did want to. I want to shout out to um, those of you who have rate, who have given us a rating on Facebook. That's important, and also especially those who have not just given us a rating but also left a written review. I want to read two recent reviews. I know I don't think you've seen these yet. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. But it's really good, and it helps. I think it's not only does it feel good for us. I mean, it gives us the feels, but it's also it's nice to know that you're listening and that you're getting something out of it. And those reviews, people read those. So again, like somebody might find our Facebook page or our podcast and go, and they might actually look at the reviews to see, well, why should I even bother listening? So it really does, this is all connected. So one recent review by Jessica F., she writes, love your podcast, the new incel episode is great, fantastic exploration of the topic i first heard the term incel after the shooting at the sorority at uc santa barbara but i totally just filed it away as a lone wolf incident etc etc but obviously there's a pattern here thanks for covering this topic you're welcome and the other review i want to share with you is from mike m he's actually a recent kutztown university grad he writes accessibility is key in today's media market And few Kutztown academics do it better than Dr. Morris and Dr. Clemens. Thanks, Mike. Mm. Every professor on this campus are reservoirs of knowledge and purpose, but messages are lost among class participation, academic performance, and the rising sun. (laughs) 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 Thankfully, Inside 254 is a public space where students and fans alike can understand the perspectives of their academic leaders in order to expand their worldview. This podcast effectively breaks down the social barriers between the non persons groupthink of primary educators. No longer are professors just talking heads. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. (laughs) It's efforts like this podcast that help mitigate that issue. I'm proud to listen to and know Dr. Morris and Dr. Clemens. Great people, great work. We're proud to know you too, Mike.
1: So then I mean I think that touches on what made us start this is how to be like public intellectuals and how to Take these things that can feel really academic and and show the urgency Mm -hmm. and break them down for people So that's Mm -hmm. nice that
0: he said that. Yeah, that's really nice And then finally to end the table talk For those of you who've been listening from the beginning, you know that this is episode. I think we're on episode 38 So we we have a lot of episodes out there and you've probably listened to them all but if you're a new listener You know, you might not realize how much work we've actually already done and how many episodes we have. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to some of those other episodes. However, I want to give you a rundown of just the subjects we've covered in 2018 so far. Toxic masculinity, Trump's first year in review. We talked about Michael Wolff's book, Fire and Fury. We did an episode on online trolls. We did one on the Me Too movement, sexual assault in the news. Remember our politics, economics, and practical issues around water? Water is life. Mm, mm -hmm. We played a headline game, sort of referenced that in the beginning of this episode. We discussed the rhetorical power of statues. We did two myth-busting episodes about Native Americans. We talked about free speech, and we gave a primer on incels. Mm. All of these episodes, and we're up to, like I said, 38 as of this one, take a lot of time, research, thinking, scheduling, and energy We don't make money doing this. I mean,
1: let's be honest. We We, aren't even trying to make money.
0: We lose money. (laughs) I'm just going to be real about (laughs) this. And she knows how much money I spend personally. We lose money on this. But here's the thing. We agree that this work is important, that these stories and perspectives need to be out there in the public sphere, which is why we continue doing this work. So, if you agree with us that the work we're doing on this podcast has value, and provides an important perspective that you may not hear anywhere else. Please become a patron. It's actually really easy and cheap. Just a dollar a month. We're trying to reach a $100 a month um, patron level to be sustainable and we're currently two thirds funded. So can you help us out with a dollar a month? You might wonder, well, where does the money go? I was we just going to ask that question. What, where it, does that money go? Not it, to us. No, it's <laughs> a, I mean, yes, it's to us, but we use it to pay hosting fees. We use it to pay for storage space on Podbean servers. You know, all the uh, we get comments a lot about the quality of the pub, of the production here. I use sound effects and music. And guess what? I'm buying that stuff out of pocket. So if you can contribute a little bit of even just a dollar a month, that helps me because these things the, the even a sound effect, a thirty second sound effect or a, a one minute piece of music might cost three or four dollars mm-hmm. and think of how many types of music and sound effects you've heard on this podcast. That's all that's all money that I'm spending. And I like doing that because it helps increase the production quality, right? So it's but that helps to pay for that. So And you, also it's important to pay those creators. Like
1: we don't yeah. we don't steal or no. pill for anything. No. <laughs> we, and, we don't do that.
0: No. And we also and we've talked to you again this episode and other episodes about the importance of spreading the word and sharing our podcast and improve, you know, getting the word out there and getting more people to listen. Well I do run ads to increase our reach, and we also buy things like swag, like stickers, postcards, and, and stickers, postcards, and journals, Stamps. <laughs> books. Yeah, stamps, stamps <laughs> books. We buy books to give away. So we, this is a, like a whole operation here. And if you think about it, the work that and we're not even talking about the time and the money and the work that we're putting into, like our labor. We believe in this project, but if you believe in this project too, that's why we're asking for a dollar a month. It's really easy, you go to our Podbean page, you click the green become a patron button and just have, you know, t- have it taken out of your bank account or a credit card once a month, you don't have to ever think about it again. And you might think, well, a dollar, that's less than the cost of a cup of coffee and it might not mean that much to you. And I'm not dismissing the idea of the importance of money. Money is very important for all of us, right? And we're all trying to save money. But if this is something that you value and you're saying, you know, this is, this is important, I want it to continue, you can actually help us continue producing this content by just giving us a dollar a month we really appreciate it
1: we would very much appreciate it because we have no interest in earning money from doing this and also this doesn't help us get promoted like there's there is no like material there is no material benefit to us doing this we literally just do this because we thought something needed to happen and this is what we decided to do this and is
0: our activist action. It is.
1: And it's a very time-consuming and energy-consuming yeah. practice. And we've learned a lot doing it. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it can't be a losing money game. Yeah. Like, we can't. It, we it's can't, just not. It's not it, we sustainable. Can't, right. We it's can't. Not sustainable. We can't so. also. We're happy to give up our time, but we also, we can't lose money.
0: Yeah. So it. so that's that's kind of why we're saying, like, you know, it might, and even $100 a month might not seem like that much, but it actually is. That, to us, it's That would huge. actually cover everything I just said I spend money on. That would cover it for the whole year, $100 a month. So we're like two thirds funded. We need another 40 people to give us a dollar a month. And I know because we have a thousand likes on Facebook that there's at least 40 people listening. (laughs) So (laughs) if you could do your part, we'll continue to do ours. (laughs) <laughs> That'd
1: be so great. Thank you, and thank Thanks, you guys. to those who have funded already yep. and who've done GoFundMe's and participated in those special little funding
0: and um, opportunities and
1: events we've done. So yeah. we're grateful for that. Yeah,
0: we really appreciate all you guys for um, you ladies for listening, and uh, I hope you enjoyed the game today. And, and if you haven't, your homework is to watch The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah, go watch The Handmaid's Tale, and then listen to this episode. Yes. <laughs> Time for. Trumpster, Trump-ster fire. fire. Amanda, yes, Colleen. Oh my God! Oh no! Oh my <laughs> God! Now what? Well, we need what, to, what, what?
1: We need to talk about how. Remember day one of President Trump's. Let's call it an administration. Um,
0: <laughs> he, he shall be he, referred he, to he as.
1: <laughs> He signed the executive order to reinstate the Mexico City policy, which is also called the Global, the global gap Gag moral. Rule. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So, and and actually um, we talked expanded about that last right, year. Yeah. and expanded the, the reach of the gagging. Mm-hmm. So in the past, well, it's May. So in mid-May, this new proposed rule arose on the Department of Health and Human Services website that would essentially impose – a gag rule also on domestic healthcare providers that receive federal funding.
0: Clinics that are advising women who are pregnant wouldn't be able to even talk to them about abortion as an option or else they'll lose their federal funding?
1: Right. So... Oh my god. Um... (laughs) If I could, if you will indulge me, I'll just Please. read how the New York Times phrased Who the
0: it. the going to enforce the, the, All right, whatever, The proposed go ahead.
1: rule <laughs> submitted last week, a copy of which was posted on the Department of Health and Human Services website, and I did go look at the law because it's open for public comment, mm-hmm. a lot of legalese and stuff, would bar clinics or programs that receive federal family planning funds from providing abortions or referring women to places that do, imposing what it calls a, quote, bright line of separation,
2: what does
0: that mean? I'm looking at you like, what?
1: So a I mean, right line. It basically takes direct aim at Planned Parenthood and reprodu- reproductive health organizations, which provide a range of women's health services, including abortions. This guy, who suddenly is pro-life, like go back a little bit, and he was pro-choice. And God, sweet Jesus! I bet if one if of his mistresses any, wanted right, an abortion, Jesus, I bet they got. <laughs> I would pay any woman that he paid for an abortion to come forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so his comment was. For decades, American taxpayers have been wrongly forced to subsidize the abortion industry. I pledged to stand for life, and as president, that's exactly what I've done. Let's unpack that a little bit. Oh, the abor- abortion industry. industry. This is it's not
0: okay. an industry. Right. It's a horrifying choice that a woman feels a, that she has to make for, for to a people- myriad of reasons. It's a medical procedure. Yeah.
1: It is a medical Procedure. I mean, it's, it is not like we're not churning out abortions, people. Yeah,
0: it's not like, you know, a, an industry. That's sort of the visual is what? like a manufacturing distribution line with bots and widgets and... Pol- right. That's not... I don't know. Abortion, to me, I've never understood the debate over this because I actually know women who have had abortions. Well, there's and the it, hashtag
1: ShoutYourAbortion that Lindy West started. And right.
0: n- no woman I know who has gone through this, was it an easy decision even when they were in, I don't know, high school? I mean, it was a hard, devastating, emotionally taxing, like it's, it's like an impossible decision. I don't I don't know that any woman would make this decision to have this procedure unless really that really is the best option
2: and I guess mean, what so if they want to fucking
1: have it flippantly fine because it's, it's a fucking not, medical procedure that is legal in this country yeah, so not, even if it's not weighted with this yeah. burden of morality it's like getting a fucking tooth pulled
0: yeah. like it is a medical procedure yeah. that is legal well, in this it's, country it's and it's a decision that a woman makes in consultation with herself, and maybe her doctor, and well, and this is minute. the
1: point now is so what's happening is <sighs> if any if you are a fed, federally funded like plan so okay so people don't understand Planned Parenthood they are not fed like the government doesn't give money to Planned Parenthood the the government pays for services that women get at Planned Parenthood so just like and and Medicare federal,
0: it, it, I, and here's the other confusing thing. I know that federal money can't be used to pay for abortions already. It's right? not
1: paying... Right, but this like is... But, this but that's, is the, now, that's the
0: argument on the right, is that, oh, we're paying for... But, but, but money, here's the thing. Money this can't now, be used for that anyway.
1: But now, if you... It, the whole point of the gag rule, the reason that's the, the kind of, no, you know, the name of it, is... Because you're gagged from saying it as an option,
0: silencing.
1: So if so, the idea is that you're mm-hmm. silencing healthcare providers in order for them to get the funds they need to provide <sighs> services to usually marginalized women who rely on places like pan- pa- Planned Parenthood. And for and, and so and is let's it, all is just it, talk <laughs> about the fact that that's what taxes are. I don't want to yeah. subsidize wars. Yeah like we
0: i say that all the time like, like I, don't I don't want to pay for a this, this idea that
1: american <gasps> taxpayers have been wrongly forced to subsidize like y- yeah y- part of your job is subsidizing healthcare. like yeah. this is america that's how this works yeah. and so i have to hold my nose and pay my taxes that go toward things and uh, that i don't like or believe in or mm-hmm. think find morally repugnant but it's still part of the deal. Yeah. So this so this rule it's up for so public comment right now. So by the time this air I don't know. know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the public comment this, time this is.
0: This this episode's going to air uh, mid June. So the public so comment section yeah, might still be open. going. It yeah. might still be going. But where this, is that? Is it HHS? Yeah, if you go to gov? the
1: Department mm-hmm. of Health and Human Services website, you, your better option is to go to the New York Times article about it because it'll link right to it, cool. and then you don't have to like try to figure out the government's website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, while you're at the government's website, you can check out the place where it talks about MS-13 as animals. Is that what they are, MS-13, oh, and literally yeah. calls them animals? I know. So it's terrible. He's really trying to, I mean, people are calling it the domestic gag rule now. So, Mm -hmm. right, the global gag rule that we talked about probably the second episode of the show is a way of gagging care providers. So you cannot mention abortion as an option if somebody is going to a doctor for care, um, you know, this I mean, is to like me nutty.
0: That would be, I mean, to me, that, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, that would be like if I had cancer and I went to get treatment and the doctor didn't tell me about radiation as an option. Right. Because
1: they were morally opposed to radiation. <laughs> like,
0: like, we'll tell you about chemo and we'll right. tell you about all the holistic methods, but we're not going to tell you about radiation because we're morally opposed to that. It's like, what...
1: So just to tie the episode together, Planned Parenthood, of course, had something to say about this, calling it the nationwide gag rule that was, quote, straight out of Handmaid's Tale. You know, so they're evoking this idea that the quote was, this is one of the largest scale and most dangerous attacks we've seen on women's rights and reproductive health care in this country. Because what you need to understand is this is not like stopping abortion. This is stopping doctors from saying that abortion is an option as, you know, of the menu of healthcare options that a woman might need.
0: They're stripping doctors of their rights. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 in fact, stripping doctors of their choices.
1: Jen Conti, a fellow with the Physicians for Reproductive Health, basically said, quote, "Uh, it's not only unconscionable, but it undermines medical ethics. By allowing healthcare professionals to withhold accurate and timely medical information, right? So people who are doctors are coming out against this as well. So, of course, the Republicans in the room gave this many standing ovations. And Donald Trump said, when we stand for life, we stand for the true source of America's greatness. It's our people. Our people are
0: great. Except he's not standing for life. He's not standing for women's lives.
1: No, he's, he's literally he's stripping away at this and, in ways that are terrifying to the few of us who are paying attention. And because at this point, you know, road, road doesn't need to be overturned. The focus and has shifted to things like this domestic ag rule or uh, like in Texas where these little laws that are trying to force abortion clinics to like have to have wider hallways and, and it's like creating more hoops for people who right. provide abortions to jump through. Right. So, I don't th- I think that kind of like we're going to overturn Roe is not really the conversation anymore. Mm-hmm. The conversation is more shifted to like what are the little ways we can chip away mm-hmm. at abortion yeah. or reproductive rights from all different directions. So, it's almost like if you pay attention to this like whack-a-mole, yeah. like you're just like, okay, so Texas is doing this. The federal government is doing this. This state has this waiting policy. This state, you know, ha- waiting period. This state requires an ultrasound. That, like, and so you're trying trying to keep track of all these states and what they do is really challenging.
0: You're saying chipping away. It's it's kind of taking a backdoor exhaustion yes, policy. Exactly. They're going at it from all these different windows and angles and doors, and they're coming in from all different directions. And then, like you said, whack a mole. They're they're trying this and trying this and trying this. And the people who are trying to prevent right that i guess they're just hoping to exhaust doctors and and clinics and, well, just and make, exhaust, exhaust the funds everybody. and
1: exhaust the funds that are available to fight all these different battles yeah. that's the other challenge so this is a really important rule that's coming out from hhs we need to see where it goes maybe it won't pass but well, the fact it won't. but the fact that the spirit is yeah. even you know that the spirit is there and the desire is there yeah. Is really interesting and it's and troubling and, and troubling. That's yeah, it's very nice. I was gonna say terrifying, but I like <laughs> troubling.
0: <laughs> well, it's troubling because it isn't law yet. I mean, so hopefully right. the public comment period is still open, and you can go to the Planned Parenthood website. You can go to New York Times and look up the story. It's called Trump rule would bar some abortion advice at federally funded clinics so that's the title of the story go look it up go to the website comment if you can write your legislator and say don't support yeah, this don't you know, know
1: how so we i don't even know how to petition i mean i'll have to look and see on the public com- it, mm-hmm. public comment it just it doesn't say how to comment it just puts the document document out and says like this is now open for public comment so we're
0: from the government we're here to help
1: right that was was a good impression (laughs) we should have that that's good if you could see the face that went along with that (laughs) Mm.
0: pay hashtag pay attention there is a bomb in gilead right (laughs) jesus like what you're hearing become a patron of our podcast and help us be sustainable click that little green become a patron button on our Podbean page and it'll get you started but here's the cool news There are three different patron levels that you can participate in to show your love and support of our hard work for you. A monthly commitment of just $1, which is less than the cost of a cup of coffee, gets you a large, cool, square sticker for your computer with our freshly designed logo, and you can share the love. For $5 a month, you get two stickers, a shout out on Facebook and on the podcast, plus our newest patron level of $8 a month You'll get all the love and swag of the $1 and $5 levels, but also early access to every episode and expert extra. So join our patron team at this $8 a month level and be in the know before everyone else. All of your donations are greeted with our deepest gratitude. Thanks for keeping us sustainable.
2: We dedicate ourselves to collective resistance. Resistance to the billionaire mortgage profiteers and
0: gentrifiers. Resistance to the healthcare privateers.
2: As I have said, and as I believe, the advancement of the full participation of women and girls in every aspect of their societies is the great unfinished business of the 21st century. And not just for women, but for everyone. And not just in far away countries, but right here in the United States. Thank you for understanding that sometimes we must put our bodies where our beliefs are. Sometimes, Pressing send is not enough.
0: (laughs) If if we want to give all of our children a foundation for their dreams and opportunities worthy of their promise, if if we want to give them that sense of limitless possibility, that belief that here in America, there is always something better out there, if you're willing to work for it, then we must work like never before.
1: This episode's Fierce
0: Woman Warrior is... Senator
2: Dianne Feinstein. The Washington Post reported recently that a 39-year-old father committed suicide in a Rio Grande City jail last month, one day after his three-year-old son was stripped out of his arms. Public defenders in McAllen, Texas, told the Boston Globe that mothers are being told their children are being bathed and will be returned shortly, which turned out to be false. It was simply an excuse to remove the children from their mothers. Miriam and her 18-month-old son fled violence in Honduras to seek asylum in our country. Upon arriving in February, immigration officials forced her to give up her son, who was driven away crying. She was not allowed to comfort him and hasn't seen him in four months. That's an ACLU court filing. Another mother and her two sons, aged 10 and 4, fled violence in El Salvador. After being apprehended, the family was given five minutes before the crying boys were taken from their mother. She's been held in Laredo Detention Center for three months and doesn't know where her children are. Last month, Attorney General Sessions announced that all adults who arrive at the border, even those seeking asylum, would be prosecuted. From October of 2016 to February of 2018, 1,800 families were separated, about 100 per month. Since, however, since then, Attorney General Sessions has announced and av- had made that announcement an average of 50 children per day are being taken from their parents. That's 658 children over 14 days in May alone. These numbers are really shocking and they demonstrate, I think, the gravity of what families are facing. The administration is arguing that separations are required by law. But let me be clear, that's false. No law requires this action, and the Trump administration should reverse this policy today. Children are terrified, parents are heartbroken, and families are being destroyed. Our new bill would keep immigrant families together by preventing DHS from taking children from their parents at the border. The bill ensures children may only be separated from their parents in the event they're being trafficked or abused by their parent. Senator
0: Feinstein has served California since her election to the Senate in 1992, and she has never shied away from a fight. Earlier this month, she introduced Senate Bill 3036, or the Keep Families Together Act, after the Trump administration began enforcing their, quote, zero-tolerance policy with illegal immigrants, which includes separating children and babies from their families at the border. This bill would prohibit these border separations. As of this recording, all 49 Democratic senators have signed on to this bill, and it has been referred to the Committee on the Judiciary. Not one Republican senator supports it. Senator Feinstein leads by asking tough questions in confirmation hearings, and according to U.S. News & World Report, quote, she is known for the assault weapons ban that prohibited manufacture and sale of 19 types of military-style assault weapons from 1994 to 2004, as well as the Gun-Free Schools Act. She has also received recognition for environmental causes, including protecting California's deserts and increasing vehicle fuel economy standards. In this current battle between the executive and legislative branch over how to treat immigrants who cross our borders illegally, Senator Feinstein stands for humane treatment. And she's got the platform and position to take the kinds of actions that most of us can only dream of. Thank you, Senator, for always being a fierce woman warrior.
2: One last comment. This is really about our values as a country. It's who we are as a country. And we're here to say this is just simply wrong. And we've got to put an end to the taking of minor children from their parents at the border.
0: Let's take a time out for a Media Minute.
1: I loved Naomi Alderman's The Power so much that I am rearranging my women and violence class to make room for this text. Alderman imagines a world in which women come to realize they have a power that no man has. The ability to shock. Born out of a genetic response to chemicals used during wars, the power lays inside women as they come of age. These women have a skein at their collarbone that stores the power, and the novel traces the inception of the power to the worldwide conflagration caused by it. Interestingly, the novel is written as a frame narrative. So what we start with is the contemporary world as history. So the world we live in, during which the women have the power, is long ago history. So it's that's written from the standpoint of a long-standing matriarchy and the contemporary world where women overthrow men is ancient history that is being looked at like um, as if it's an anthropological lens. The power takes gender theory and turns it into a roaring page turner that debunks the idea that if women ruled the world, then there would be only peace. For anyone that digs good speculative fiction with a gender focus, the power must be added to your summer reading list.
0: Let's end today's podcast with some activist actions. The first step to solving a problem is admitting that you have a problem. With all of the outrage and worry about Trump's vicious, quote, zero tolerance immigration policy, and claims that are being made by politicians and public figures that we are losing the moral high ground, we are missing the point. The point is that America has never had the moral high ground. We are a nation of colonizers and settlers who have always taken and destroyed those who are not us. Our nation wouldn't exist if it weren't for the lopsided land deals or outright theft of indigenous lands. Need I really mention slavery and our constant separation of children from parents in order to sell them to the highest bidder? By the way, no moral high ground here either. The U.S. government and our American culture had a policy in the 1800s through the early 1900s of removing Native American children from their families in order to place them in boarding schools where they were forced to learn English and given English names, among other things. This is educational violence. I have three words for you. Japanese internment camps. Clueless? Google it. America is a complicated, messy, racist, intolerant, profit-loving nation with a sick need to dominate anyone who isn't us. This latest issue with children of illegal immigrants is just the latest in a long history of settler violence. So spare me the claims of, oh, we're losing the moral high ground, or oh, this isn't who we are. This is exactly who we are. Maybe this latest Trump move is finally removing the wool from your eyes. Wake up and look around and realize America's true nature. Once you admit you are part of this problem, that you've always thought we were better than this, yada, 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 and now you realize, holy shit, we really are monsters. Now you can start thinking about ways to change our nation. So if you want to do something today, call your representatives. Ask them to support humane immigration legislation. Of course, that's a good idea. But longer term, decolonizing our minds is a much better place to start. And it's a long-term project that we all have to work on. You need to educate yourself about the true nature of America, really true nature of America, our character, our history, what we've really done, how we've truly behaved, actual facts. And then start looking at our shared nation through a different lens, a decolonized
1: lens. Thanks for spending time with us inside 254. You can find us a lot of places online. On Facebook, we're at Inside254Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Inside254Pod. On Instagram, we are at Inside254. And on WordPress, where we post links and places that you can go to donate or learn more about our activist actions, we're at Inside254Site, S-I-T-E dot WordPress dot com. You can find our free episodes on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, and you can also just Google us. There are two things you can do to help us build audience today. You can go onto Facebook, click one of those stars, and leave a comment as feedback, and then you can go to your listening platform and rate us on there as well. By doing those two things, that's going to get our word out and help us build our audience. Thank you for helping us grow.